Hello everyone, welcome to Sport Talk, where we talk sports. I am your host, Evan, and yes, we have gone through a rebrand. We are now Sport Talk, not Evan's sports show. I'm trying to move forward with this, so I decided that it would be best if we did a rebrand. So today in this episode, we will be talking about the NCAA March Madness Tournament, uh, one of the most exciting times um, as a sports fan, in my opinion, is March Madness. I love watching all the games. Always, always fun. Always exciting. And uh, I'm going to give you guys my bracket and my take on who I believe is going to win. All the upsets, all that jazz right here for you. So let's get started. So um, with the first game that we will be talking about, is the number one seed Gonzaga um, facing against the number six seed, um, number 16th seed, sorry. They're playing in the first four. So, um, I mean, Gonzaga is most likely going to win this game. Uh, there's not really much to talk about. A 16th seed has only been a one seed once. And Gonzaga is currently undefeated and looking like one of the best teams in the country. So that was a short one. Now, now it gets interesting. Uh, as we get lower, we go to the eight and nine seed game, which is Oklahoma and Missouri. Um, for this game, I picked Missouri to win the eight nine upset. Um, I said um, my reason is just because uh, I've watched some of Oklahoma's games this season, and I feel like at times they can be really inconsistent. And um, I don't really know if they have that one like it factor player that can carry them to, to a deep, uh, deep run in this tournament. And um, I just think that Missouri is going to outperform them. Uh, they didn't end the season too well, but they started off real hot and they have a decent backcourt, which always helps in the tournament. And they're shooting around uh, 33% from three this season, which is not too bad. And uh, so hopefully they will be able to pull it out. And yeah, another reason is because last the last tournament we had, um, all four nine seeds won their meetings against the eight seeds. So I'm hoping that that carries over at, at least once in this uh, side. <clears throat> Uh, so the next game we have is number five Creighton against number twelve USCB. Um, I don't know much really about either team. I didn't watch any of them, but I have heard and done some research on Creighton. They have uh, their best player is Marcus Zigorowski, who is um, who is a very good scorer, and they're one of the best shooting teams in the tournament. And if they can keep that shooting up, they could make a deep, deeper run. Um, but I have them easily winning this first game against UC Santa Barbara, Barbara, who um, most people probably don't know about. I really don't know much about them. Um, they were big West champs, but I still don't think they're gonna be able to pull this one out. Now, here's where things get interesting. This next matchup is number four, Virginia, and 13, Ohio. <clears throat> I have Ohio winning this one, and here's why. Um, Virginia, obviously, if you didn't know, 
they had to pull out of the ACC tournament due to COVID um, contact tracing, and which definitely hurt them. And so there was a big question whether they would be able to actually play in this tournament or not. And all of the teams eventually said that they were good and healthy and that they were playing. But that doesn't mean that every team will have all of their players. To play, you need a minimum of five players on your team um, available. And we don't know who contracted the virus on Virginia. So that could be a big difference maker because we don't know if it could have been one of their stars or if one of their stars is going to be out for a significant time. Plus, their game is on Saturday and they are flying in on Friday. So they will have a little time to prep while other teams have had a little bit of time to prep. And I just think that um, Ohio, they have um, a really good point guard, Jason Preston, who's a dominant scorer and has a has a chance to be, become a steal in this upcoming draft. And I just feel like he, him and his squad will pull out the upset because the last time the uh, Ohio was in this tournament, they made it all the way to Sweet 16 being an upset. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep with them and hopefully Hopefully it pays off, but I just I just don't feel really confident about Virginia due to their COVID concerns. And this next game is number six USC against number eleven Drake. I have USC winning this one fairly easily. Drake just played tonight against Wichita State and they won by one point. Um, Wichita State Wichita State's a decent team, but I just feel like they're not going to be able to stop Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley is probably the best center in the. He's the best center in the uh, um, draft, possibly the best center in the uh, NCAA as a whole. Um, he's a very dominant scorer, very good rebounder, good block shots. And I just, I think that just him alone carries him past this first round um, because um, they're just, their front court is too nasty with him and his brother. They're just going to dominate this Drake team. And um, I just don't think that Drake is going to be making a Cinderella story. I think USC is, is just too dominant with their bigs, and they'll just bully them. On this next this next game, pretty easy one. Kansas versus Eastern Washington. I have Kansas winning this one. I don't know anything about Eastern Washington, if I'm being completely honest. They were 16-7, and seven, um, but they, they lost to Oregon and Arizona. But Kansas um, had an okay season, I mean, to their standards. They lost to Gonzaga, but they had wins against teams like Oklahoma State, West Virginia, Texas Tech, Creighton, and Baylor, but they also lost to Texas, Gonzaga, and Tennessee, but they also got COVID right before and during the uh, uh, ACC, or not ACC, my bad, uh, Big 10-12, Big 12 tournament, so there's a bit of a concern there, but I still feel like since there's such a high seed um, even if not all of their really good players play, I still think they'll be able to pull it out just because of their um, talent and experience. So this next game is number seven, Oregon against number 10, VCU. I have Oregon taking this one. Um, I believe this one is probably gonna be one of the closer matchups we see in this first day, or this first round. Um, Oregon is a solid team. They won, their, they won 11 of the previous 12 games, so they've been hot recently. They have a senior who's Chris Durate, I think. He's averaging about 17 a game. 
and they have another player who's averaging 17, so they have a balanced attack, and they could really shoot the three, and they have all the pieces to make a deep run, but we'll see what happens. And uh, VCU, um, they're, they're known for their defense. They have, def they have decent guards, but I still think Oregon's gonna be too much for them, and Oregon's gonna pull this one out. And another easy one, we have number two, Iowa, against number 15, Grand Canyon. Um, although it is it is really cool to see Grand Canyon make it to the tournament this year, they couldn't have had a worse matchup. Um, they're going up against Iowa, who has probably the best player um, statistically in the uh, NCAA right now, Luka Garza, and I don't think anybody will be able to stop him on that GCU roster. I think he could drop 40 points on them easily. Plus, Iowa is very um, experienced. They have a lot of veteran senior guys, and they're a deadly three-point shooting team, and I just think they overwhelm Grand Canyon, and they win in a landslide. All right, now on the east side, um, this first matchup is number one, Michigan, against number 16, Texas Southern. Again, 116, Michigan is going to win. Um, they have been playing okay recently, I feel. Not as good as they were, but they're still a good team. Um, they have Hunter Dickinson, who's their leader, Franz Wagner, who's very good too. Um, they got some very good experienced guards and Mike Smith and Eli Brooks, I think. So they definitely have the talent to make a deep run, but they do are, they are missing one of their better players in Isaiah Livers due to a, a foot injury. So that'll be big and only time will tell if that, how that affects them. But I do, I do still think even with him out, they still have too much talent and they will easily win this first round matchup. And another number eight, nine seed, these ones are always tough. Uh, number eight, LSU, and number nine, St. Bonaventure. Um, at first, I had LSU winning this one, but after uh, doing some more research, I switched and decided to go with um, St. Bonaventure. St. Bonaventure overall has a better record, but obviously they're playing a lower conference. But I just feel like it all is going to depend for LSU. It's going to depend on the play of Cam Thomas. Um, he was electric this year, averaging 23 points a game. And they have a deep team. Um, they made it to the SEC Championship Final. But I just don't think that... Um, I don't know. I just don't think that this team will... I don't know. This team is just an interesting one. They, they're either really good or really bad. And they're, they've been pretty inconsistent, which is most of college basketball these, these days. But I just feel like that the up, this is going to be the upset in St. Bonaventure. They have a... They're a pretty solid team. They have five players to average double digits, and I, I just think they're going to get the job done, but it's definitely going to be a close game and probably a fun one to watch. Um, this next game is number five, Colorado against number 12, Georgetown. I have the Hoyas beating Colorado in this one. Um, the Hoyas just came off of a Big East championship. They have been hot recently. Patrick Ewing has his team rolling. Um, they have... They have some good, some good guards, good center, as per usual. Um, although they don't have the best record, the 13 and 12, I just feel like they've been, they've been hot, and I, I feel like they're going to stay hot with this. Um, so I feel like they are going to upset Colorado and keep their keep their train going. Um, this next this next one is number four Florida State against number thirteen UNC Greensboro. I have Florida State winning um, pretty easily. I don't know much about UNC Greensboro, and I think Florida State is a pretty complete team when they're when they're on their game. 
and they have a good defensive wing in Scotty Barnes, and they're pretty decent defensive, pretty good defensive team. So I think they will roll in this one. But here's an interesting one as well. We have number six BYU against the winner of Michigan State and UCLA, who are playing tonight in the first four. Personally, I selected MSU to win this game because I think Michigan State has been hot these last couple games, getting uh, big wins in the Big Ten, which is probably the best conference in the NCAA this year. So that's definitely helping them. And I think they're going to continue that hot streak and beat UCLA and pull up the upset against BYU and move on to the next round. Um, I just think Michigan State has, they have very good guard play with Aaron Henry and Rocket Watts. Um, <clears throat> they can make a difference um, on the court. And I just think that they're going to, they're going to out-talent this BYU team, and it's just going to be a fun one to watch. And I just I think uh, Izzo's going to make it happen like he always does. And another pretty easy one, number three, Texas against Albine Christian. I have number three, Texas. Uh, Texas, I think they have uh, one of the better backcourts in the Big 12. Um, I think they're a pretty complete team, and I think they can definitely have the potential to make a pretty big run here. This one's an interesting one. This one will probably be another really competitive game. Number seven, UConn against number 10, Maryland. I have UConn winning on solely the play of James Buchanan. Uh, James Buchanan, if you don't know, he, um, he's he been electric this season, averaging 19 points a game. Um, he did. He has had some injury struggles, but when he's on the floor, he definitely makes a difference and is definitely their hands-down best player. And I just think they're going to pull out this, this win against Maryland, who's been shaky at some at times. But they have a, uh, some good players in uh, Aaron, Aaron Wiggins and Eric Ayala, but I just think Book Knight will uh, be too much for them and they will roll this one and come up with the W. Another pretty easy one, number two, Alabama, number 15, Iona. Alabama winning this. They have the SEC Player of the Year and SEC Defense Player of the Year and Herbert Jones. They have very good veteran shooters in John Petty, and I just think they're going to overpower Iona, who uh, stands really no chance. So... Yeah, so that's our East region for the first round. Now in the South, I have Baylor um, beating Hartford. Uh, Baylor has probably the best three, I would say, guards in the country, in my opinion. And I think they roll through Hartford. Another 8-9 seed, North Carolina versus Wisconsin. I have North Carolina pulling out this one. Um, I feel like North Carolina has been... They've had a rough year, to say the least, but they've picked it up as they've won four of their last six including victories over Florida State and Virginia Tech. And I just feel like with if Caleb Love can produce and Armando Baycott and Duran Sharp and all those guys, I feel like they're going to overpower this Dimitri Trice-led um, Wisconsin team, and they will, they will move on to eventually play Baylor. But this, you guys might find this probably the most interesting about my bracket but i'm riding i'm uh i'm all i'm all in for this number five villanova number 12 winthrop i have winthrop winning this game yes i know big upset but here is my reasoning um villanova's best guard con gillespie he towards mco and will not be playing for this entire tournament he's off in the season and yes, they have players like um, Jeremiah Robinson Earl, who's the double-digit scorer and will probably take on the load of Gillespie. And they still have solid players, but I just feel like not having your senior guard, who's been your leader all season, is really going to hurt them. And Winthrop, they're 23-1. and one. Um, 
They have a six foot seven point guard who um, who has who has had three triple doubles this this year, which is insane. And um, I just think they are going to make a make a run in this tournament. And I think they're going to pull off the big upset against Villanova. And so yeah. Um, with the next game, it's number four Purdue and number thirteen North Texas. Either Purdue winning this one pretty easily, just because they have more talent and they're probably a more experienced team. I don't know much about North Texas, but I feel like Purdue wins this one pretty easily. We have another interesting one in Texas Tech versus Utah State, six versus eleven. Um, I have Utah State winning this one, but I think this one is probably going to be the one of the closer games because Texas Tech. Uh, you just don't know what team you're going to get. You're either going to get a team that beats um, teams like Texas twice, LSU, but then you're also gonna get teams that lost to Houston, Kansas, Baylor, Oklahoma State, and Virginia, or West Virginia. So you never really know what team you're gonna get here. Um, they're led by Mac McClung. He's probably their best player. Um, they have some decent defenders in Terrence Shannon, um, but I just, I just don't know what version of Texas Tech we're going to see, and I just feel like Utah State with um, their 7-foot junior center, he was averaging 15-10, I just think he is going to um, just go off and lead this Utah State team through an upset and move on to the next round. Another game that possibly could be an upset is number 3 Arkansas versus 14 Colgate. I personally have Arkansas. I'm going, but um, I have seen a lot of people putting Colgate in their brackets. Um, Colgate is a really good offensive team. Um, they play to their their um, style and system very well, and they could definitely pull out an upset. But I just think Arkansas with Moses Moody, um, Moses Moody is just going to carry them through this through this um, this round. They led the SEC in scoring, and they shoot a very high percentage from three. So I just think Arkansas is going to beat them, but I do feel like it is going to be a pretty good game. Um, another another upset, seven versus 10 seed, Florida, Virginia Tech. I have Virginia Tech beating this one. Um, haven't watched many Florida games, but I know that their best player, Keontae Johnson, have that thing where he collapsed on the court. I think he's back now, but I'm not sure if he's playing. Um, they have guards like Trey Mann, who, who's been solid this year, but I just don't think they have enough to take on this Virginia Tech team, who, um, They've had a lot of their games canceled due to COVID, but I just feel like they're a more experienced team, and um, they uh, they have had some some pretty good games, as they beat Villanova, Virginia, and um, Clemson. So I do I do feel like that they're that they're going to beat Florida. Another um, another pretty easy one. Number two, Ohio State versus fifteen Oral Roberts. I have Ohio State beating them pretty well. Um, if you haven't watched any Ohio State games, they're a pretty complete team, and they're definitely going to win that first round. Um, now in the Midwest, the one and sixteen seed is Illinois and Drexel. Illinois will win by a landslide. I feel like Illinois is one of the best teams in this bracket this year, and I feel like that they could uh, make it go all the way, honestly. But I think one of the more interesting games will be this number eight, nine seed against Loyola, Chicago, and Georgia Tech. 
Um, so at first, I I had always I'd always gone Loyola, but I had thought of maybe switching it to Georgia Tech due to them winning the ACC championship and them kind of being hot and having the ACC ACC Player of the Year in Moses Wright. Um, then come to see um, either yesterday or today, um, reports came out that their best player Moses Wright will be out for at least the first round and possibly the second round. So that solidified my pick with Loyola. Um, they are, in many people's eyes, a better team than they were when they made their run back in back a couple years ago. And they have they have talent and experience because most of the dudes that were on that team as um, underclassmen are now seniors. So that's going to help them a lot. And I just feel like they are going to continue their um, luck in the tournament and move on against a good Georgia Tech team. Um, the next matchup is number five, Tennessee, number 12, Oregon State. I have Oregon State pulling up this upset. Um, and here is why. Tennessee, they've been kind of like all college teams this year where they've had their good games and bad games. They have a good backcourt and Jaden Spence Springer and Keon Johnson, very electric young backcourt. But I just feel like they... They have significant holes. I think Oregon State can find them and make and make a good run. Um, they won the Pac-12 championship, which says a lot. Um, they struggle with consistency on the offensive end. Um, Oregon State does, but I still feel like they will. They will have they will have their way against Tennessee and pull up the upset there. I do think it is going to be a good game though. Um, the next game is number four, Oklahoma State, and number 13, Liberty. Um, both good teams, but I just feel like Kate Cunningham, best player in college basketball, arguably. I just feel like him alone is going to bring this team to the next round. Liberty, they're a solid team. Um, if they weren't playing Oregon, Oklahoma State, I would have them probably beating any other team. Um, but I just feel like they're not going to be able to guard Kate Cunningham, and he is going to have a pretty solid game, and they're going to move on. This next game, another interesting one. Number six, San Diego State. Number 11, Syracuse. I have San Diego State moving on. Um, Syracuse has had their ups and downs this year. Um, they're led by Buddy Beheim, who's been on fire recently. Um, but I just feel like the Aztecs defense, which is top 10 in the entire um, NCAA, is going to just... Um, just knock Syracuse off their game, and I think San Diego State will end up winning this one. Uh, the next the next game, we got number seven, Clemson, and number 10, Rutgers. I have Rutgers winning this one solely on the play of Ron Harper Jr. Um, earlier in the season, he was electric, and he was one of the most talked about players in this, um, in this year, but he kind of cooled off a little bit, and they started losing some games. What if like they'll get it back together now this tourney time, and they'll pull up an upset against Clemson? Um, the next game is number two, Houston, number 15, Cleveland State. I have Houston winning this one. They have a really good backcourt um, led by Quentin Grimes. They're very experienced, and they always have solid teams. And I just think Cleveland State stands little to no chance in that one. All right, time to move on to the round of 32. We're going to go back up to the west. And again, it's number one, Gonzaga, number nine, Missouri. Um, I am, again, going with Gonzaga. I think um, obviously they're undefeated right now, which means they're doing something right, although they play in a weaker weaker conference, which could worry some people. I just think with the play of Corey Kuspert 
Jalen Suggs, I feel like they're going to lead their team all the way to uh, at least the Final Four. And I just think they will easily beat almost anybody in their path um, going up to the at least Elite Eight. So um, they have a pretty, pretty easy, pretty easy way um, to the Final Four. The next game is number five, Creighton, number 13, Ohio. I have Creighton winning this one. Ohio's run will end here, sadly. Uh, Creighton just has better talent. And yeah, that's pretty much the only reason. They just have better, better talent, and I just think that they're going to beat beat this Ohio team. Um, yeah. The next game is USC and Kansas. I have Kansas winning this one. They're a more complete team than USC. I feel like they'll figure out a way to slow Evan Mobley down. And if they don't, I feel like Evan Mobley could still have a big game, but it wouldn't be enough for USC to take down the Jayhawks. Uh, the next game is Oregon and Iowa. I have Iowa winning this one. Iowa has been one of the more dominant teams in the, NBA, in the NCAA um, this year, and I have them moving past Oregon in this round and continuing their dominance. Now on the east side, we have Michigan and St. Bonaventure. Again, um, I have Michigan winning this one based on just pure talent. Um, they're a way better team than St. Bonaventure in pretty much every facet. And so I think that they'll win this one pretty easily. Um, the next game, Georgetown and Florida State. I have Florida State winning this one due to their defense. Like I said before, they have a top defense in the country. Although they could be shaky on offense sometimes, I feel like they'll be able to shut down Georgia and um, move on to the next round and go to the Sweet 16. Uh, we have an interesting one here, which um, I picked, Michigan State and Texas. I do think Texas will win this one based on just, I think their, their backcourt is gonna outplay Michigan State's backcourt. Um, with And they'll have some good help by players like Greg Brown and Kai Jones, who will help, help them uh, in the front court take on the Michigan State's not as highly um, skilled um, centers in front court. The next game is UConn Bama. I have Bama winning this one. I feel like they'll play Herbert Jones on Book Knight, and he will just lock Book Knight up, and it'll be a, um, a pretty good win for Alabama. All right now, going back up to the southern region. Baylor, North Carolina. Baylor winning this one pretty easily due to the fact that Jared Butler, David Mitchell, and Marcy Teague will just go off as they have been for this whole entire season. And I have them winning that one pretty easily over an inexperienced North Carolina team. I told you guys, I'm I'm going to I am riding the Winthrop train. I have them beating Purdue in the round of 32. I know. Um I think they're going to be Purdue, like I said before, because they have a good. They have um, they only lost one game. They have a six to seven point guard who's been balling out this year, and I just feel like Purdue. I feel was not seeded correctly, um, from what I've seen and watched and heard of them. Um, yes, they've had some big wins against teams like Ohio State twice and like Wisconsin and Maryland. But they've lost to Illinois and Michigan and Iowa by over double digits. And I just feel like they don't have like the skill power to really um, go on a run. 
and I just feel like they were misseeded a little bit, and I don't think they're as good as the four seed um, portrays them to be. So I have Winthrop pulling up upset number two and moving on to the Sweet 16. Um, the next game we have here is Utah State and Arkansas. I have Arkansas winning this one pretty easily. Like I said before, Moses Moody is going to take over. One of the better scorers in the, in the um, NCAA for guards this year. Um, although they could have some trouble with Utah State's center, whose name I am not going to try to pronounce. Um, but I still think that Arkansas will get the win here. The next game is Virginia Tech, Ohio State. I have Ohio State winning this one due to the play of Dwayne Washington Jr. and EJ Liddell. Um, still remains in question the health of Kyle Young, who's one of their uh, very experienced centers slash forward. But uh, we'll see if he's available um, during the tournament. But I still think without him, they will be okay for at least these first two rounds. And in the Midwest, we have an exciting matchup between Illinois and Loyola. As much as I would like Loyola to advance, Illinois is just too powerful with um, their backcourt of Ayo DeSumo and their freshman guard who's been really hot lately, who I forget his name, and their extremely dominant center, Kofi Coburn. Um, I just think they're going to they're gonna be too much to handle for Loyola. Um, in the next round of games, we got Oregon State and Oklahoma State. I have Oklahoma State winning this one. For the same reason, I had them beating Liberty, just a play of Cade Cunningham. And I feel like um, they showed a lot when they beat Baylor in, um, to move on to the Big 12 championship. And I feel like that has definitely given them a lot of confidence. I feel like they'll, they'll keep that confidence coming into this tournament and they'll go on a mini little run here. Um, the next next round or games, we got San Diego State and West Virginia. I West Virginia beating this one, uh, winning this one because they have Miles McBride, who's been insane this year. Um, although San Diego State has that defense, I just think Huggy is going to um, coach his team up well and lead his team past San Diego State and moving on to the next round. And the last game in... Um, this round is Rutgers and Houston. I have Houston winning this one pretty easily. Um, I just think they're too much. Uh, they're going to be too much for Rutgers to handle. And Quinn Grimes is going to have himself a day. Moving on to the Sweet 16. We got Gonzaga and Creighton. Um, Gonzaga is going to keep their undefeated season alive and move on to the Elite Eight. Like I said earlier, they have one of the easier ways into the Elite Eight as they um, play some pretty low seeds. But uh, I just feel Jalen Suggs really, I think, is a difference maker for this team. Um, he's projected top three pick, uh, best point guard in this draft by far. And I just think he he showed some monster potential in the um, close close championship game that they played against BYU. He, there in the fourth quarter, he just took over and went off and they have a lot of experience with Drew Timmy and Corey Crispert and they just have a lot of dudes that are like very solid players and I just don't see many people being able to stop that. And we have an interesting one here with the Kansas Jayhawks facing up against Iowa. 
Um, I have Iowa advancing in this one, but this I feel like this one could be a close game or it could be a blowout. Uh, Kansas, like I said before, they've been a little um, iffy this year. They've had their good games and their bad games. Um, but I just think Luka Garza is going to be too much for Kansas. And I think even with David McCormick probably guarding him, I still feel like Garza can do so much as a scorer and he brings so much attention to himself that he's going to draw people in. And, and then if he does and he has an off night, he can kick it out to um, James Buchanan or um, their other shooters. Wieskamp, that's who it is. Yes, Wieskamp. He's probably the best shooter on the team right now. Um, he has a lot of deadly weapons around him and I just feel like Due to, just due to his scoring potential, he's going to draw a lot of defenders in and leave the three wide open for those bucket getters. And now in the East, we got Michigan versus Florida State. And this one might shock some people, but I have Florida State winning this one. And here's why. Um, statistically, there has not been four one seeds making it to the final four um, in a long, long time. And I feel like out of all the one seeds um, right now, Michigan would be the one to fall. Um, they've, they've been good this season, like pretty solid this season. And, um, but I just feel like Florida State's defense is gonna mess with them. I feel like they're gonna run out of gas and not having livers is definitely gonna hurt them. And dare I call them the fraud one seed, but I just think that they're uh, Florida State's defense is going to be too much for them, and the Michigan is just going to run out of gas and um, fall to the four seed. And yeah, this next game will be an interesting one. Number three, Texas, and two, Alabama. I have Texas winning this one. It'll be a good one because, like I said earlier, Alabama has a very good defense and very good shooters, but Texas is hot at the right moment and they have a very good backcourt and a lot of solid players and i feel like that'll be enough to push them ahead of alabama and move on to the elite eight now we got baylor and winthrop and sadly this is where the winthrop train ends baylor will win in an outrageous amount because they are just so much better than winthrop and um jared butler will have himself a knight and will be too much for uh winthrop and their magical run will end um, another another really good game in this um, side of the bracket is Arkansas and Ohio State. I have Ohio State winning this one by a slight margin um, due to the fact that I believe that Ohio State is a more complete team. They've had their ups and downs this year, losing to some bad teams, but winning against a lot of very good teams. Um, but I feel like they'll pull it together and go on a run here. And Dwayne Washington will, will show up and score like he does, and Liddell will, will do his thing. I just hope that, um, from what I've noticed these last couple of games watching them, um, they, they get big leads and they they do a good job at um, playing three quarters. But then this fourth quarter, not fourth quarter, um, these like last couple of minutes, um, it starts all falling apart for them. And I like the other day they were up by 20 against, um, I think it was Minnesota. And I looked, and they were up by three with a minute left. And I was like, what the heck happened? And the same thing happened with with Illinois in the Big Ten Championship game. They were down a lot, but then they, they came back, and they were up by one or two at some points. But in the last two minutes, they had two 
really big turnovers that led to Illinois points and they ended up losing that game in overtime. Uh, so I just hope that Ohio State fixes that part of their game and that they, they clean some of that stuff up. And if I think if they do, they can definitely make a pretty good run here in this tournament. After that, we're going down to the Midwest. We have Illinois, Oklahoma State. This one I think is going to be a really exciting matchup. Um, battle of the guards. Um, I just think that AO and Kofi Coburn are, I don't know. They're just, I feel like they're one of the best point guard center duos in the um, NCAA at this current moment as AO can score from all three, all three levels. And he has the it factor as well as Kofi is literally a beast. He is seven foot to 285. He is He's not like 285, like fat 285. Like he's built 285. So he's just a big dude. And I just don't think Oklahoma State will have anybody to guard him. And he will just have his way in the post and just be slamming the ball and everybody and bullying ball and all that stuff. Um, yeah, I just don't really see anybody stopping that guy anytime soon. Uh, this next game, it will be West Virginia and Houston. If Houston winning, um, Quentin Grimes has um, been their best player, but I hadn't really watched many of Houston's games, but these last couple, um, when they were in their tournament, their conference tournament, I watched, uh, I think, one or two, and they played real well. Um, they played Cincinnati in their um, championship, and they blew them out by, like, 40, which, which shows, like, what they can do when they're hitting on all cylinders. And so I feel like... That's going to push them over West Virginia. Even though West Virginia is a solid team, I just don't think they'll have enough to really um, fight against this Houston team. All right, moving on to the Elite Eight. We have Gonzaga and Iowa. This, I think, is probably going to be one of the more anticipated um, matches in this tournament. Iowa has been dominant this whole season. They have Felipe Garza, who's probably going to win Player of the Year, maybe. Um, they have a bunch of shooters, as I said before. And Gonzaga's the best team, um, record-wise, in the entire NCAA, as they are still undefeated at this point. And I just feel like it's going to be a really intense, and it's going to be a good game. And it's definitely going to show. It's definitely going to show what each team is made of for sure. Um, I think if Gonzaga wins this one. It's definitely going to show that they have the potential to win this whole thing. If Iowa wins, I feel like it'll do the same thing. Um, but yeah, I feel like this is going to be one of the more um, watched and exciting match games in the tournament this year. Um, so due to me having the one and two seed losing in the um, Sweet 16... I have Florida State and Texas in the East for the Elite Eight, and I have Texas beating them and moving on to the Final Four. Yes, that is a bit odd, but I just feel like Texas, so the big thing about this tournament is like being hot. So teams come in being going on a streak, high confidence, they get in the tournament, um, they get the, they get a higher seed. They get in the tournament to play a lower team, and then they route then they route that team, and then then the streak just keeps going, and they just ride that. They're just gonna ride that hot streak all the way through and up to the final four. 
Um, and I think they will be, it's, it's obviously going to be a really good game, but I just think their, their guard play is their biggest, their biggest strength right now. And I just think it's going to outplay Florida States and they will, they will end up moving on to the final four. Um, yeah. Now on the other side of the brackets, we have Baylor and Ohio State. I also believe this one will be a pretty good game. Um, I have Baylor winning this one, but there is a strong chance, depending on what Ohio State team we see, there's a strong chance Baylor could not win. Um, Baylor has looked invincible for most of, the, most of their games this year, but they did end up losing one, but it was right after they had um, COVID issues, so we kind of gave them slack for that one. But in this conference tournament, they, had, they lost um, to Cade Cunningham in Oklahoma State, which in my eyes raised some concerns on how good this team actually is. Um, obviously, they have a lot of very good guards, but I just feel like um, they're definitely there's definitely a possibility that this team loses um, either either now in the Elite Eight or possibly um, in the Sweet Sixteen, depending on who wins. But I still have them. I still have them moving on to the Final Four, just because I feel like Jared Butler. He's a dominant player, and he's definitely the best player on that team. I just feel like he's a difference maker, and he'll he'll outshine the Buckeyes, even though the Buckeyes will give him a good fight. Um, I think Baylor will win this one, but there's always a chance that that Baylor could be out before this, and we would see Ohio State in the Final Four. But yeah, I just I just not. I mean, I I like watching Baylor. They're exciting to watch. I just don't know how sold I am on their ceiling if that makes sense um the next game we have is illinois houston i have illinois winning this one pretty easily like i said earlier i cannot see anybody stopping this team really um ao desumo and kofi coburn are in, are work very well together and one of their freshman guards who i forget his name um he's been on a tear lately in this in the conference tournaments he was going crazy bringing the energy playing the defense um, he was the he was a big reason why they won this that uh, that championship, and I just feel like that they're going to be too much to um, handle, and Houston is going to fall, but with good effort. All right, now to where it starts getting fun. The final four, we have number one Gonzaga against number three Texas. Um, I have Gonzaga winning this one and keeping their undefeated season alive. Um, I still think they're probably one of the best teams in this in this um, bracket, and I feel like that they will. They're championship bound, and I feel like they have a pretty easy way to get there. Like I said earlier, and they will make it, and they're going to play Illinois. I think, like I said earlier, I'm not really sold on Baylor's um, ceiling, and I feel like Illinois, um, when they play at their best, they're one of the more unstoppable teams, and I feel like there's not much. Baylor could do, although both of these final four games in my eyes are going to be very competitive and very fun to watch. All right, now the national championship, which you've all been waiting for. Who do I think is going to win it all? Gonzaga, Illinois. I have the <clears throat> Fighting Illini winning the national championship this year. I just feel like... They're one of the more one of the most complete teams, and they're going to be carried by Ao, their leader, and he's going to carry them all the way to the championship. 
and Gonzaga's um, undefeated season will sadly come to an end, but they'll still be they'll still have a heck of a season. But it's definitely going to be a competitive national championship for sure, and I do think that um, I do think it's going to be a fun one to watch. Um, my final score for the game is 90 Illinois, 86 Gonzaga. So yeah, that is my bracket. Um, it has its interesting, interesting points, interesting moments. But like every year in March Madness, there's no way to tell what is going on. It's virtually impossible to have a perfect bracket. So you just have to go with your gut. And that is what my gut um, has been saying. All right, so before we, um, before we end this episode up, I want to talk a little bit about some of the uh, some of the stuff that's going to be going on in this national, in this uh, March Madness. So obviously, due to the COVID nineteen pandemic, they're all the all of the games will be in Indiana, with most of them being played in Indianapolis. But there's always a concern. And, um, as yes, they are they're kind of doing an NBA bubble style where they're quarantined in their like hotels. They can't really do much. They just play, practice, play, practice, blah, blah, blah. Um, but there is always a risk that somebody on a team contracts the virus and then that team is out. And once that team, if that team does end up out, I'm pretty sure it gives an automatic win to the team they're going to play, which definitely could shake things up for, for sure. Um, so that'll be something to monitor. But I really hope that um, none of that happens because I don't want people putting an asterisk on this on this um, tournament due to um, teams getting COVID and um, having to cut their decision short. Um, and I just want it to be competitive. I love watching March Madness, so I want to watch as many games as I can. So um, if they can play all the games, um, more more for me to watch. I'm 100 down. Um, but one of the things that speaking on like teams getting out. It would really, really suck if Gonzaga um, somehow contracted the virus and had to quit their season early. Although I have Gonzaga not finishing their um, undefeated season, I do still feel like them losing in the national championship um, will kind of put a cap to it. Rather than them, let's say, getting getting the virus in the second or third round and them being the biggest mystery in college basketball history. So um, I just really hope that, that doesn't happen to them. And I hope that that they stay healthy and everything, everything's good and they stay safe. Um, but yeah, I am very excited for this March Madness because uh, we were stripped of it last year. Last year, I feel like it was going to be really exciting. Um, my Kentucky Wildcats were making a run there at the end, but sadly, they weren't, uh, wasn't, wasn't going to be able to play. Um, Dayton, who literally came out of nowhere with Obi Toppin, they had their probably only chance in a couple, in a while to, um, make a really deep run. So I feel like last year would have been really exciting, but obviously due to the pandemic, um, everything shut down, but I am, I'm really, really glad that the, the NCAA was able to make this happen and that although there was some, there was some scares, um, I'm so glad that we're having March Madness and I'm super excited and I'm going to be watching as many games as I can. And I feel like it's going to be, it's going to be a good one. Uh, it's going to be a fun time. And yeah, um, we love March basketball and I think it's going to be, going to be good.
All right, y'all. Thank you. Thank you all for listening. I hope you all enjoyed. Um, if you liked this episode, share it with your friends. That would be much appreciated. Also, um, I have a YouTube page. Uh, it's called Hoops Zone. I'm going to be starting um, attempting to upload on that more. Um, but that channel is going to be mainly focused on basketball. So if you're interested in that, go subscribe to it. And yeah, hope you all enjoyed and I will see you guys in the next one. Have a good day.